0: Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, First, I'll begin by saying Merry Christmas. You can say it back to me. That's okay. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Yeah. It's great, isn't it? Gathering around and hearing the word of God and singing praise and thanks and glory for what he has done. Um, I was looking back at some of my old sermons for Christmas Eve, and it's a little daunting for a pastor to sometimes have to preach Christmas Eve because you get a lot of people who are new or kind of coming in and saying, what's this all about? And you want to give them the goods, right? And I, and I did see a theme from the last couple of years. This is my fourth time here. It's my fourth Christmas here at this church, here as a pastor, right? And it's wonderful, but I, I gotta say, sometimes I'm a broken record, man. I mean, it's kind of a cliche to talk about how most of the time people don't really know what Christmas is all about, right? The slogan, you know, Jesus is the reason for the season. It's so true. And some people might be tired of hearing about it. But it's true. I did see something this morning on the news that I think a majority of Americans say that people don't understand the true meaning of Christmas. And I thought, finally! (laughs) Finally! Isn't that great? That people think it's too commercialized. People think it's too much about the gifts. It's too much about... I mean, the pressure and the stress. We were hanging lights today. Finally, you know, I was able to get around to putting up lights on our front porch. And my daughter was, you know, she's only two. She was, she was taking the lights and kind of whipping them around. And that's what kids do. And I got frustrated and I had to stop myself and I, and I had to stop and show her like, no, honey, this is how we do it. This is what we do. And I mean, I had to really stop myself and say, why am I getting bent out of shape about Christmas lights? Why am I getting bent out of shape about anything really on Christmas, Christmas Eve especially? But a lot of times you'll hear people say things like, uh, well, there's the spirit of Christmas, the holiday joy and things like that. But we need to be more specific in these latter days. What really do we mean by the spirit of Christmas? Of course we mean the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit speaks to us, even today, through the Word of God. And the great thing about this service is that we see, or rather, I guess we should say, we hear what God has done for us. We hear how, from the very beginning, when our first parents, Adam and Eve, sinned, God did not just cast them out with no hope whatsoever. God gave them a promise. And the promise was that this one day the seed of the woman, read that as the virgin birth, that the seed of the woman would one day crush the serpent's head. And you see that throughout scripture from the texts we have specifically tonight, that the offspring of Abraham will possess the gate of his enemies and the offspring of Abraham are those who trust in God's word. And Jesus himself said that the gates of hell shall not prevail against his church. Just look throughout scripture and you will see Christ proclaimed clearly and the promise of Jesus ringing and resounding all the more that the people who walked in darkness have now seen a great light, that those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them a light has shined. We might even say the light has shined on them. That a child is born unto us who takes the government on his on his sh, his, sh, his shoulders, who will establish his kingdom and uphold it with justice and righteousness, and righteousness forevermore. I could go on, I might, but the point is that all throughout our texts for tonight and even throughout all of scripture, you can hear what's true. And when you hear what is true, when it comes to the law that says that you have sinned and fallen short, that all have sinned and fallen short, no one is perfect in the sight of God, that if you were to stand in his sight, you would be destroyed by yourself apart from Christ. We hear also that God has promised and delivered a savior in Jesus. And from hearing, we believe that the scripture also says that faith comes through hearing and hearing the word of Christ. Throughout this Advent, Season leading up to Christmas, we've been talking about what it means to come and see. And this last week, this last Wednesday, we talked about Thomas and about how he saw and he believed. But really, for us, and actually throughout Scripture, to believe is to see. That faith comes through hearing. And by hearing, we believe. And by believing, we see. And what do we see? We see that God keeps his promises. And that's a good thing. To believe is to see in truth. The eyes of faith are a gift of the Holy Spirit. Hear and believe and see that God He only makes the promises that he keeps. Think about that. He only makes promises that he keeps. And the promises he makes are absolutely wonderful. And he just heaps them on us over and over and over and and more and more and more. And fulfills every single one. He has promised the Savior, and he has delivered Jesus Christ, our Savior, to you. During this time, we love to hear about what it was like to be there when Christ was born, when the shepherds come, and we have tons of artwork that show this wonderful sight, what they must have thought. But they wouldn't have known who Jesus was apart from the proclamation of, of, of apart from the proclamation of the angels. That Abraham would not have known what God felt toward him without his promise. That Isaiah would not be able to proclaim a savior unless it was given to him from the Lord. And so we are the beneficiaries of the promise, that when we hear of Christ, when we hear of his cradle and even his cross and his tomb and the empty tomb, we hear of God's promises fulfilled for the forgiveness of our sins, that Jesus truly is the reason for the season, and that reason is your salvation, So, it's great also that uh, today is Saturday, and tomorrow is Sunday, and tomorrow being Christmas Day on a Sunday, it's a wonderful occurrence. Usually we still have Christmas Day service, even if it's not on a Sunday, but it's a wonderful day because it marks not only the birth of Christ, but His death and and his, his, His resurrection that it marks the fullness of what Christ has done for you. And that we know that Jesus has come as a baby. He lived as a man. He died. And he still comes to us in word and in sacrament, in truth. Jesus comes here at, to our small little church in Fredericksburg, Texas. He comes to our church week in and, and week out in, the, in the, the, the remembrance of holy baptism, where our sins are cleansed and washed away, where we have died in Christ and we live in him as well. He comes in the absolution of our sins, confessed by us and absolved by the pastor in the stead and by the command of Christ. And he comes in his body and his blood, Shed for the forgiveness of sins in the Holy Supper, which we will celebrate tomorrow, and it'll be wonderful. Come and see how great our God is. Come and see what he has done for you through his son, thereby making you his son as well. Um, Excuse me. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord.